much uh i'm so yeah, i'm delighted to be on the show today thank you so so much and this is a very very important topic for us to discuss at this time because indeed like uh, you said the family is a very very crucial uh, part of the society in fact everyone you see today came from a family so this is a very very important topic to me and i'm so glad to be here thank you so much once again, the number to call is 07000-917-917. Go ahead also and send a text or a WhatsApp message to 703 175 6537 Now, uh, we'll talk about the, how important it is to address this failing family system, but you're talking about what the challenges are. there are quite a number of challenges uh, that families face today. Um, some of these challenges are external, some of them are internal. And when we talk about the external challenges, we are talking about the economic challenges because A, uh, these things are right here, uh, you know, facing us. Uh, you see the inflation rate is crazy now. Um, uh, you know, I, I, I still have, um, my, my children are still toddlers, you know, so when you go to the supermarket to buy something, um, uh, it's the price. The prices just keep um, going up, uh, you know. And some people's income cannot keep up with all these um, changes. Uh, so it's putting a lot of stress on the home. And then uh, you know, we just recovered from from COVID. Many people lost their jobs during COVID, and some have not even been able to get back on their feet. I know quite a number of persons who are just trying to, you know, uh, just manage by um, each passing day. Things are not just adding up the way it used to be and you know when you have needs and those needs are not being met. The truth is that it affects every other thing that you want to do. So we have these external, uh, some of them is the security issues. Uh, so 
um, for example, if you uh, uh, if you have some WhatsApp groups, you will hear that um, a place in Nigeria right now around Ojota, um, they have um, some um, gunshots and all of that things happening. So you can't even tell how uh, the day is going to be for you. And, and then these things, it, it, it puts a lot of mental stress on people uh, because then they, you, you're, you're stressed off your thinking, how do I live my life, how do I go? from here and you know I can tell you that this security thing is one of the reasons many people are opting out of the country today because you don't know what will happen to you you wake up tomorrow and then the next thing you hear that your friend is kidnapped or something you know so all these external issues some of them political issues yeah you know an election year like this, you know that a whole lot of things happen. Uh, the, the change in currency, for example, is putting some stress on some people. Uh, uh, you know, so all the uh, politics going on here and there. Uh, the and then you also see that some investment platforms have, have been affected by the war in Ukraine and, and Russia. Uh, you know, so we see a lot of people losing their money to investment. You know, and and how stuff like that so uh, there are quite so many factors you know these external factors and of course the biggest among them is the media the role of the media uh, what do we consume today you realize that a lot of the movies we we see on on um, on the tv space and youtube and social media these days many of them uh, do not encourage sound family values and and that's just uh, the truth and you know where uh, uh, there's this saying that monkey see monkey do so it's what people see that somehow you just do um, you know so these external factors are there not to talk of the internal factors uh, you know the internal factors talking about people's capacity to love to forgive uh, to understand one of the things I have learned about um, life is um, learning to understand before seeking to be understood but you realize that the capacity to love is really um, uh, dwindling these days and people are just doing marriage for what is the need for me and when it doesn't look like they are having what they expect to get the next thing is they want to opt out you know so and then we talk about people's concepts of marriage why did I even enter into this thing called marriage in the first place um, you know, so these are some factors. Maybe as we continue the conversation, I'll, I'll delve uh, deeper into uh, some of these issues. So I don't know if you have anything you want to say then, and we'll continue the conversation. Absolutely. Yeah. We are really grateful that you outlined the external mm -hmm. and internal factors, because from your explanation of these two different factors, it gives credence to the fact that there's a lot that has Similarly broken or similarly being disconstructed in our society that needs to be reconstructed in the way to grow the failing family system. Thanks. Now, let's talk about how communication, the role communication plays, and uh, what strategies you would suggest to be employed so that we can strengthen these weakened or failing family bonds. Okay, the role of communication, um, you know, yeah, you know, communication will still uh, boil, boil down to the, the reason why people get married in the first place. So let me give you an example. I know some people, maybe the people that consider themselves as chaste, um, you know, they don't want to have children except they are married. So if the reason you marry is because you want to have children, 
and then you agree that you are going to have three children. So the question is, after you've had your three children, what else are you in the marriage for? You know, so you realize that once people have achieved what they think is their ultimate, every other thing begins to go down because there is no purpose for being in that marriage again. And that still boils down to all these um, um, internal factors, you know. So communication basically um, is um, seeking to understand people uh, before uh, before asking them to understand you and, and you know that another skill that many people don't have today is the ability to listen you know in the name of Sorosuke people want to express themselves but you realize that they are not listening to what other people are saying so many people are just talking and talking and talking so if you look around us you hear a lot of noise People are only shouting. How many people are listening? Because that's where the real issue is. You know, so some of these factors, again, how do they in that communication capacity? You know, many people don't understand how to separate persons from issues. So your wife or your spouse has done something wrong. Instead of addressing the issue, then you start talking down on your spouse. You start, you know, insulting. Uh, someone said that you pluck the leaves, you don't uproot the plant. Many people, when issues happen, you just uproot everything. You don't care about the other person because people don't have emotional intelligence anymore. The capacity is just falling, you know, uh, uh, and then the, the ability also to isolate work issues from from home issues. You know, one of the things I do personally, especially when I've had a very toxic day at work, once I, once I drive in, into the compound, I, I wait in the car for another five minutes or so. I just try to meditate in the car and just try as much as possible. You know, also sometimes you face stress driving in traffic and all of that. I just wait in the car for like five minutes and just allow all those energy to go. I do take a deep breath in and out, in and out for like five minutes. And then, so by the time I'm going up into my house, I'm going with positive energy. I'm not carrying, you know, the backlog because some people don't know how to separate the issues they had at work and then they bring it home. Once you start uh, 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 relating to your spouse the way your boss related to you or your children the way your, uh, your colleague related to you, you will have issues. That's the point. You know, so all these things affect um, communication, you know, like, and sometimes so we don't understand how to listen without judgment and without preparing a response. In my, in my own home, for example, one of the things I've realized is whenever my, my wife wants to share some things and she's onboarding, she's not asking me for advice. She just wants me to listen, you know. So my, all I just have to do is just listen and say, ah, okay, and just, you know, put all those um, extra vibes just to show that you are following her. Uh-huh, really? Are you sure? Mm-hmm. By the time she's done, everybody is fine. But when you are listening to George or to, <laughs> to prepare your own response, you just realize that you lose the essence of the communication itself. You know, so... These things are very, very important. And, and you know that it's also important that people have um, clearly defined purposes for different phases of their marriage. So I, I, I gave an example. When we start having children, what will our life look like? 
by the time our children grow, you know, by the time our children grow, they leave the house, what will our life look, at, uh, look like? Uh, what kind of family are we trying to raise? Because it is purpose that drives communication. People don't just talk. For example, you didn't have me on your show last week or last month because there was no purpose for me to be around. You so it's purpose that drives communication. So when the family is just, if the purpose is just other people are getting married, let me also get married, you will get tired. Somewhere along the line, there must be something the family is about and that is what will drive the conversation. That is what will drive communication. That is why you can set goals, okay, this year, these are the things we want to achieve as a family because there is a purpose. But once there is no clearly defined purpose, after the main objective has been achieved, if the purpose is, my friends are getting married, let me also get married. After that, you've achieved your purpose, everything has ended. If it is to have children, you understand? After you've had your children, it has ended. So you realize some people, okay, let me give you an example. You even have high-profile divorce cases um, these days, uh, uh, Bill and Melinda Gates, uh, Bezos and Mackenzie. Um, you know, these are people who, who, who have everything. So if money is the root of divorce, you realize that it is not money. These guys have billions. You know, and in a space of months, the two guys uh, chose to divorce. You know, so if you realize somewhere along the line, that means that people are growing apart. And that's one of the things that happens sometimes when, when uh, so communication will help us to align our thoughts, align our desires, and then we can grow together in the direction we have, we have agreed that this is where we are going. This is what our family will be all about. These are the things we are going to achieve as a family. And then another question, maybe uh, before we, we close on that, is, you know, sometimes it, it's good as a couple, we ask ourselves, how will life look like when we are 80, when we are in our 80s? If people can take a, a longer term view like that, and you can say, okay, when we're in our 80s, how will a typical day look like for us? I think that people who can take that longer term view would, would communicate better will be able to ask questions, will be able to talk to themselves better than people who are just there, um, you know, to, to mark the numbers. Okay, okay, who are the married people in Nigeria? Just to mark statistics, so me too, I'm married. By the time issues come and challenges come, realize that people like that will not be able to stay. So um, I, I, I hope I've been able to add, um, you know, one or two, one or two things you know, on that, yeah. Thank you. 
engineering camps that would be, it depends on why you're getting married. Some people want to get married to elevate their financial um, system. Some people want to get married because they want to have children. Some people want to get married for the ability to do more when it comes to their career. They, they have You know, the thing is, um, things like this are not cast in stone. Uh, so the most important reason, I would say, is um, the purpose for which your, your family would be remembered. So let me give you an example. I mentioned uh, Bill and Melinda Gates. You realize that they have a foundation. Even though they are divorced now, both of them are still running that foundation. That is a vision that is bigger than either of them. I don't know if you understand that. So um, can you have a compelling vision such that even if one of these spouses dies, that vision would continue? Uh, remember um, um, uh, what Disney, you know that what Disney had a vision, but it did not see the fulfillment of that vision while he was still alive. It was the wife that commissioned Walt Disney, the, the Disneyland. I hope you, you know the story. So that was a vision that transcended them well, what himself that's what we are talking about you understand so when there's a compelling vision like that so you realize that the family will stand and even when issues come when challenges come uh, let me give you another example um hillary clinton and bill clinton you know there was a time something came into their midst and um, the monica issue and all of that why is the family standing because they had a vision <laughs> there was a vision that was stronger than any scandal could scatter. I don't know if you understand. That is what we talk about. Yeah, there has to be that vision that you can see. This is what our family is about. And nothing will stop us from achieving this. Once a family has that compelling vision, every other thing will align. All right. So, in case of... Um Parenting, or when children, in case of when children come into the picture, because a lot of times in this measure, they lost couples and they get married. Mm. Between when they get married and nine to nine months to one year later, they already have a child, and, and that's how it goes. One child, two children, and the family continues, continues to increase. So how does parenting style affect the children, and how does it stem into the family? You know, one thing I mentioned when I started was the fact that uh, we need to look into the capacity of the people entering into the marriage. Um, when some people get married, the truth is that, uh, especially when they start having children, for many people, they just uh, lose it altogether. But we've seen people um, who have been able to manage um, um, raising children with balancing their career. One of them is um, um, the chairman of First Bank. I'm trying to remember her name, Naibu Kwangoshika. Yeah. We see people like that. I think she had six children or so, uh, you know, but then um, she, she was still able to balance her family life, uh, you know, with her career and her business life, and she was able to achieve everything. So the point, like I keep saying, is what is the vision? I know for some people, for 
there. Temporarily, one member of the family may have to uh, maybe uh, slow down a bit so that they can have time for the children. Sometimes I've seen a lot of families do that. You know, some, one of the members or one of the parents will slow down a bit just for the children to catch up. And once the children are probably have completed secondary school, uh, you know, and they enter into the university, then the person picks up again uh, where the other partner has left. And then they, they together begin to run again and follow the vision that they have set for their families. You know, but yeah, so yeah so so when we talk so when we talk about parenting style parenting is more like a leadership okay so we cannot talk about parenting style without actually looking at um, leadership styles okay we have some families that their home is a democratic family, meaning that uh, when they want to take any decision, they allow every member of the family to, to say what is on their mind. And I, I've seen this happen a lot. I use this style a lot in my home uh, because I'm raising girls, um, you know, and I want them to be able to speak up for themselves. So I don't impose things on them. I ask them what they want. If it's something that I know um, is not good for them, I try to give them perspective, you know, so um, that's one style. There are also autocratic styles. Many of us grew up in autocratic homes where the man is the lion of the tribe of his house. You know, <laughs> you know, uh, those days when, when that comes around, everybody just comes uh, taking cover, just <laughs> we all pretend as if we're sleeping, you know. Yes, uh, you know, so we've seen a whole lot of families that are being run like that. But what it, what that does is that it kills the children's self-esteem because the children cannot look up. Uh, you know, I remember growing up when, when you're talking to dad, you have to be on your knees, um, you know, because in the Yoruba culture, they say that you don't talk to an elder and you are standing over the elder. So if my dad is sitting, then that means you have to kneel. You can't be standing over him. You know, so those things kill self-esteem, if not because of some interventions that we have had, many of us would not have been able to live to maximize our potentials because of these kinds of um, leadership, uh, or parenting style, okay? Then we also have um, the, the laissez-faire. Uh, laissez-faire is a French word which um, means more like freedom. Just do whatever it is you want. I have seen a lot of parents that don't care. They just leave their children, just say whatever it is you want. There's a family I, I, I know of where um, um, if, if the, the wife cooks something and the children say they don't want that thing, that they want something else, the man will go out and buy the things for the kids. So the, whatever the wife cooks is going to waste and that is food in the house. So how are you training your children to be disciplined? How are you training your children um, to, uh, to be content with what they have? If you will always have to give them their cravings, you know, so we have people like that. Just say, okay, whatever you want. The children say they want to watch TV till 11 p.m., 12 midnight, and the parents say, okay, when you are tired, you're going to sleep. You don't leave children like that, um, you know, so, uh, but we have a lot of people like that because once you have children like that, then they don't have boundaries. You've seen a lot of children who don't have boundaries, who are not disciplined in anything just because they grew up in an environment where they are allowed to do whatever it is that they want then we've also i've also seen um, transactional families 
So in transactional families, I know this is very common in places like India and China, where uh, the, the child gets rewarded for achieving some set goals. So you tell the child, if you become first in your class, then I'll buy you a toy car. If you don't take, if you don't become the first, then you are not getting your car. So you see the child is always trying to please the parents in this kind of environment, in this kind of atmosphere. But what happens is that something is... Okay, there's a call, all right. If you want that call, please call back if you can. The number is still 07917 talk about the transactional uh, uh, parenting style, you know, so uh, because we have seen this a lot. Uh, I, I remember those days when I was in primary school, when we come back with our report card and uh, there is force on my card, I get some special treatment at night, you know. Uh, uh, if, if other people are sharing uh, their, their piece of, of fish, I get a whole fish or a whole meat because um, I, became, I, I came top of my class you know those transactional kind of, of leadership they may motivate a child but it's just um, um, for so long because after a while the child becomes tired of all of this a child wants to be a child wants to express themselves wants unconditional love transactional kind of parenting makes makes their love to be conditional if you if you merit it then i would i will love you if you don't merit it then you don't get it so a child like this. Okay. Yeah. So, so the, the, the balance here. All right. Let, let me try to balance it. The balance here is to have a coaching style leadership. So, a coaching style leadership would put all of these things into consideration. How does a coach motivate his team? There are times when your team don't even know what they want. But because you have studied the tactics of your opponent, you can tell your team that if you guys play this way, you are not going to win. So at that point, as a coach, you stand your ground and say, this is the direction I want us to move. And then you are able to help them see, not necessarily forcing it down their throats, but you are able to communicate in such a way that they can understand what you are trying to say. So you are coaching them. So sometimes a coach would also allow um, the, the, the team members to, to uh, maybe say what they want. Okay, what exactly do you want? Where do you want to train? Where do you want to go? You know, so a coach style, we also notice the, the, the peculiarity of each child, and then you are able to help each child to enhance their, their skills and their talent. That is a coach. A parent is supposed to be a coach. So as you are helping that child, you see that the child is growing into a wholesome human being and not just lost because of what they can do or the stunts they can pull. You know, so that puts everything in balance. I, I hope I've been able to, uh, to answer that. Oh, yeah. Thank yeah. you very much. Thank you very much. Mm -hmm. So, divorce is something that we don't have much time, but I need us to address it. Divorce, divorce is something that a lot of people when they go into marriages may not necessarily anticipate, but sometimes it happens. So, when divorce is 
Yes, so how does it affect children? One of the things that we need to understand as parents is that our children derive their identity from the setting in which they find themselves. So if a child grows up maybe with a single parent, then the child begins to feel that, okay, uh, maybe family is about me and my mom or me and my dad. That's what the child grows up to meet. But if the child grows up to meet the two parents, they derive their identity from the two parents. They want to relate with dad, they want to relate with mom. And that is very important. So when divorce happens, it distorts the meaning of family in the mind of the kids. Divorce is another word for divorce is distortion actually because it distorts so many things even for the, the parents themselves the, the the concerned spouses and the children it distorts so many things okay so um the children are forced to pick sides so whether to go with their mom or to go with their dad uh, depending on the, the quality of relationship they are built with either of them uh, before that happens then they may also live in resentment the rest of their lives because uh, 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 they feel hurt why would dad do that why would mom do that also depending on what the the, the spouse in custody, in custody depending on what that person is also feeding the children if a person is keeps telling the children that you see your your father, let's say it's the mom and the keeps telling the children, you see your dad doesn't care about you, he's a useless man, is this, is that. If they have if they have girls, they may develop resentment against men and may not want to have anything to do with men again. And we've seen a lot of people who say, look, I will never get married. Why are they saying that? Because they've experienced some really uh, deep hurt and things like this will not go except there's an intervention. Maybe they see a therapist or, or you know, or, is, uh, or a psychologist or something, you know, and the truth is that whatever led to the divorce may become programmed to replicate um, uh, uh, the same in the society. So the children may become programmed. So they see everything that happens. They see uh, the relationship of their father and their mom. So, uh, for example, we, we hear in, in the United States where a child would go to uh, uh, maybe go into school uh, with a gun and begin to shoot the, um, the other pupils in class. Uh, you know, so these are things that, that people see all the time. Um, you know, so a child may, may be forced to replicate this. So these things affect children really. And then they live in hurt and pain, you know, and you know, like we say, hurting people hurt others. So, uh, so what do the couple do? So do we have a talk? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Earlier, we don't have much time. I just needed to bring up that because I needed to touch on the subject of divorce and how it can affect children. Yeah, so, yeah. Let's wrap up the day. Let me take your last line, final words now, one line on the on on how um the family system can be improved in Nigeria. Okay. Um. One of the one of my favorite quotes. I used to say this that like a cell to the body is a family to any society. Healthy cells make a healthy body. Healthy families make a healthy society. So if we want, if we want to build um, a better society, we need to take care of each family unit. Everybody we see on the streets today came out of a family. If that family is healthy, that person will be healthy. And if that person is healthy, the society 
will be healthy. So I want to encourage um, everyone listening to this broadcast or that would listen to the uh, podcast after now that you please, if you think that your family is not healthy, please see a therapist. It is not a crime. Some people will say we don't want to bring thought parties into our relationship. Seeing a therapist is not seeing a thought party. It is like seeing a doctor. Okay, we, a therapist is not a thought party. A therapist is helping you to to look at the places where uh, there are sicknesses, to see uh, the sick cells in your in your home, and then help you to help them to become healthy. So that is my encouragement to someone today. Please talk to a therapist, and I believe is <laughs> Thank you.